Previously on Renaissance City. There was a brief moment of debate about whether or not we were going to open this next episode with us being heads in a jar. Consciousness comes to you. Am I cotton or king? I want you to roll for cotton and I want you to roll for king. Shadow, shade, shado, there is a face that comes into your purview. What does the face look like? What am I seeing? It is the face of a man right down the middle of his face and then curving off over his right lip and away towards his ear. Looks like it has a birthmark, maybe? Raymond, there is a woman who leans down over you. The left side of her face has the opposite mark from what the guy that was looking at Demon Shade has. I am XJT313. Are you human? No, not a human. Am I a prisoner? No, you're a subject. Have you seen my colleagues? <laughs> colleagues? Whoa! After the implant and then the training, the insert will enhance your abilities. Are you prepared? No. Why are you doing this? In preparation for the insert. I don't think so. It's easier if you comply. King, from the darkness you hear a voice. Where are you from? Your mom's house. You feel a massive jolt of electricity. Iathra, is that right? That's right. How'd you end up here? I don't want to do your bidding because you've got some device in my neck. It wouldn't be my bidding. Subject one, how are you feeling? I feel like you fucked up. You should have cut off my head. I'm gonna give her the Kung Fu. I'm gonna get up and start looking around for clues. You see four different files. You open one, you immediately see a picture of Raymond. You open subject two, that is your file. So you open up the one marked number three and you see a picture of King. And then number four, you see a picture of Alabaster. I'm gonna open up any other drawers, cabinets, and try to find something heavy or something useful. I'm gonna take a scalpel. I'm gonna run back over under the table, pretend I'm asleep, and tuck the scalpel under my butt. Well, you just turn that thing blade side down and then peel it and seal it. All right, now, on to the show. Cotton, Raymond, and Shadow. The three of you find yourselves strapped to some very cold, heavy-duty metal chairs. But you can, you can move your head around and you can see that you are sitting next to each other. The chairs are maybe 
three or four feet apart. Shadow, you are on the left. Raymond, you are in the middle. Cotton, you are on the right. Um, the room is plain. Concrete walls, concrete floor, lit with incandescent bulbs um, hanging from the ceiling. It's not the sterile kind of medical um, observation room that you had been in before. You hear a door open behind you, mm. and you hear those heavy footfalls. What do you do? God damn, what was our safe word? It was, um, it was, uh, Lanyap. But we also had to walk, uh, 12 feet. <laughs> exactly, power power walk exactly 12 feet. We had to yes. power walk exactly 12 feet and then say Lanyap. Can't say the safe word, we can't walk it out. Okay, you said we were strapped to the tables? Chairs. Chairs, so chairs, 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 chairs. So at your ankles, your your wrists um, and your arms are with with heavy straps. Uh, you know, are strapped to the arms of the chair, and then there's a, a large wide belt around your chest uh, that has you strapped to the back of the chair. And are my hands bound, or do they have movement behind me? You can flex your fingers, uh, but your your wrists are bound to the arms of the chair, like electric chair. Mm-hmm. Yeah, imagine you're sitting, you know what I mean? Imagine you're in an old school electric chair. All right. Okay, okay. Because, I, yeah, I thought we had our arms behind the chair, too. And is there anybody in the room with us? Clunk, clunk, clunk. We just walked in. You heard the door open, and you heard those yeah. heavy footfalls. I was going to let you uh, decide what you wanted to do if or before you see the um, the two that had been attending to you. Can I roll, what would it be, like covert to try and loose from the bounds in some way? Yeah, sure. You know what? Uh, I think it's agility more than it is covert because you're not using to- you're not using tools of any sort. Uh, okay. You know what I mean? You don't have lock picks or, you know, you don't you don't have a bobby pin, you know, none of that kind of stuff, a- access to any of that kind of stuff. But I think it's... A- I'm just thinking... Shadow is, you know, he's lithe, he's good at controlling his body, Shadow is, and, uh, like, he may know some ways to sort of, like a, like a contortionist can sort of get out of a bound, you know? Right, which is why I say, which is why I say agility rather than covert. Okay, here we go. Come on, baby. Little wiggle. One, two, three, four, five, six successes with two sixes. Nice. Keep rolling, baby. Keep them hot. Uh, just the six. Yeah, the, the, the sixes didn't explode on me. Okay. You do know that XJT617 and XJT313 are in the room, but it's your story to tell. Tell me what happens. Shadow, rem- uh, Shadow remembers a time where um, he had read about some magicians escaping, and there was a certain method in which they contorted certain parts of their body in a certain order. Uh, in order to get out of the binds. And so I sort of just start slightly moving. You see like the shoulder move, the neck move, the the waist move. And it looks like he's sort of going through this convulsion dance. But when it's all said and done, um, my arms are freed from the binds, but I hold them in the same position as if I'm still, if I, as if I'm still restrained. You have slipped your arms free from the like from the wrist straps is what you're saying yeah okay 
And well, and so do I, would I be able to like use my arms now? I, that's how I see it, but I don't know exactly how bound we are. It was your part of the story to tell. You said you've got your arms free. So damn it. Okay. Does Raymond notice Shado? What is this? What is Shado? I don't understand what's happening. I thought Cotton and King were the split personalities. I want to roll to see if Raymond notices Shadow's wiggle. You don't have to roll. Yeah, of course you do. Oh, okay. It okay. wasn't covert. It was it was agility. He, you're sitting right there next to him. You can turn your head. Um, I don't I don't think it would cause a roll. I think you both noticed that um, that Demon Shade uh, frees his hands from the binds. Okay. I think you might even find it painful to see him contort himself in that way. He's popping. Ugh. You guys okay? I'm not sure yet. I'm not loving this experience. Do I still have that letter opener on me, or have they like stripped us and redressed us or whatever? Oh yeah, no, no, no. You have you have none of your possessions on you. You are in just a a generic um, jail jumpsuit. Yeah, basically. You know what I mean? <laughs> Cotton shirts and pants, kind of. Um, is it King that's there? No, it is Shadow. Cotton. Raymond and Cotton. And Cotton, damn it. Cotton doesn't have a pubis pocket. Cotton does not have a pubis pocket. And even if it was King, King's pubis pocket is empty. No, that's not possible. Yes, it is. What about what about Cotton's prison pocket? Yeah. Ooh, yeah, what about his prison wallet? Same thing. I have a toothbrush in there. <laughs> I've seen pictures. I've seen pictures. Yeah. Of the toothbrush? <laughs> Is it a shiv or it's like an actual toothbrush? Oh, no, it's just an actual toothbrush. Yeah. Yeah, that, that tracks. Improvised weapon. We can use it. Raymond? Cotton? Anything you two want to do? Uh, I'm just going to chill at this moment. I mean, how am I feeling? Do I f still feel funky in the head? I mean, I'm coming off the drug again. I'm still rolling at minus two, aren't I? What is it that you want to do? Uh, I'm like I said. I, he's just gonna chill this this round. He ain't okay. gonna do anything. You don't. You don't, you don't feel. Cats. No, you don't. You don't feel um, necessarily drugged. You do just kind of find yourself in this room. Head's clear. Body feels good. Yeah, you 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 feel fine. Yeah. Okay. I wish I could implant a thought in somebody's mind. My mind control can't really do that, though, can it? It absolutely can. You have to use a resolve, but okay, you can absolutely do that. I'm going to use a resolve, and I'm going to plant a thought in Demon Shade's mind. Shade, follow my lead. I'm going to pitch a fit, distract the robots. While I'm doing that, help Raymond get free. Just so you know, Shade, that's that's an that's a must. That's not a that's not a if you choose. That's a must. Since he used a resolve. It, it came to me like, this is like, we're talking about six levels down inception shit, right? Where it's You're compelled to act. Right. It's like it's my, it's like it's my idea. Correct. Okay, great. Yeah. Ooh. Great. I didn't realize that when I said it, but I like it. Yeah. You, um, you have, you have, you have implanted a suggestion or not a suggestion. You have implanted a command that, that demon shade will have to follow. Okay. So. Heavy footfalls Ooh. coming in behind us and cotton. Hey, what are you fuckheads back here for? I told you I didn't want that damn implant. And I start shaking, trying to get out. 
shaking against the bounds of the chair. Um, roll might. Come on, Cotton, shock them. One. Oh. You know, I mean, you are um, straining against these bounds, but it's thick, heavy leather straps. You know, I mean, these are meant to hold someone just like you in a chair just like this. Um, and so you are flailing about trying to throw your fit, but you are unable to move yourself or the chair at all. Shade. Yes. This is when your command would, would enact, I believe. Where is Raymond relative to my chair? To your right. It's about three or four feet to your right. So I'm going to, as he's doing that, uh, Shade is compelled to help Raymond escape. And so um, as he's throwing his fit, I'm going to use my freed hands. I'm going to kind of try and shake back and forth and get the get the uh, chair to the floor so that I can get to Raymond's binds. Okay, roll might. Come on, baby. Demon Shade has seven might? Damn. Yep. Strong as hell. Five total... Got beefy. Five total successes. Got beefy. Five successes. Okay. Um, Got him eating sausage. Salamis. Your chair jumps eight feet into the air. Right? <laughs> <laughs> No, it's uh, it's your story to tell. What, tell me what happens. Is that like can I can I break free of my binds with that type of success? It's your story. It's your I know, narration. Give me some fucking guidance, like because sometimes it's <laughs> not clear to me. Like, how good is that? He'll tell you if you go too far. It's your narration to tell. That's how this game Listen. works. You get to choose what happens. I hate everybody right now. Break yourself loose, Bubba. All right. Yep. Demon Shade completely compelled to loose Raymond. I start rocking the chair back and forth, my shoulders banging up against the uh, arms. Uh, I can feel it start to move, and I focus all of my angst and hatred into one push towards the right. I slam my shoulder into the chair. It completely falls like two and a half feet, hits the ground, breaks. Um, I'm able to to stand up. I uh, start to uh, unloose the uh, straps from my feet. I take the one across my chest and I put it at my waist like it's a belt. And, uh, and then I scooch the last foot or so over to uh, Raymond's chair, and I start unbuckling his, start to unbuckle his, uh, his, his binds. Cotton makes a mental note. Damn, I should have incu- included the terms "be subtle" in my instructions. <laughs> Raymond, all of this happens, and your left foot uh, gets unbound uh, from the chair. What do you do? He's just gonna explode. All right. He's going to do sunburst. I mean, just chest, arms, legs, everything. Just straight out, you know, like Vesuvius, Vesuvian man. Okay. Roll up. Boom. Just explode off that chair. Roll might. All right, baby, we got some dice. Come on, hot dice, hot dice. Well, that's not bad. Four times, baby. 
You tell it, but I will embellish. His whole body just explodes with all his might, just trying to break every bind at the same time. He's going to jump up and be ready for whatever the, the robots bring in. XJT313 and XJT671. What do you got for me? They are standing next to each other, shoulder to shoulder. Um, 313 is holding a clipboard and um, is taking notes, looking up at both of you, just observing, taking notes. And Man, that a clipboard is super low tech. And 671 takes a step forward and just stands there and tilts her head to the right and then tilts her head to the left. Seems to be just watching. They say nothing. They don't make any sudden movements. Nothing of the sort. No, because they got this situation under control. Cotton, what are you doing? Your friends have both um, freed themselves. All right. Well, Tweedledee and Tweedledum don't seem to give a fuck. So can you unbuckle me, please? <laughs> Shay goes over and, and starts to undo his, his binds as well. Easily done. XJs, uh, it's been nice. It's been great. Uh, we got shit to do. Have a good afternoon. Wh- which way out of here? Oh, forgive me. Your your training is incomplete. That's fine. You will not be allowed to leave until your training has been completed. Please. If the training's been completed, does that mean the implants already happened? Your training is incomplete. But has the implant already happened? Damn, I don't have any magnets. The implants are a success, but you must complete your training. If you do not complete your training, there may be side effects. Please. I'm not even sure we're still on Earth. <laughs> this is Earth? Yes. Okay. Scarlet Spartan. Then we can leave. We are on Earth. But please understand that your training is imperative. Your abilities will not be enhanced, and there will be detrimental side effects. If your training is incomplete. How long does the training take? The training takes as long as the training takes. That's not an answer. There is no exact amount of time. How long did it take the last guy? (laughs) It took Daniel roughly five and a half months. Jesus Christ. Daniel. I gotta go talk to my doctor. I can provide you with medical professionals. They are monitoring your participation. I need to see my psychologist. We have a long history. I need her support. That will not be possible, but a psychiatrist can be provided for you. I didn't say a psychiatrist, and I don't want to see one. I have a specific person I need to talk to. Unfortunately, that person is unavailable. I'm leaving. XJs, tell us about this. Uh, these side effects. What types of side effects? We have seen a broad spectrum. Examples, please. Memory loss. Rage. Uh-huh. Check and check. All I got in my memory. Uncontrollable hallucinations. Paranoia. Self-harm. Sounds like my Friday night. Anybody freak out and kick a robot's ass? There has been much damage dealt to many of us here, yes. Your other companion has had difficulty abstaining from violence. We don't have another companion. There was just three of us. No, there is another. What? She ain't with us. He. The feline. The lion with wings. He is known as King. King is here? 
He was. Oh, Lord. King is being held in a separate facility from you, as he is unable to refrain from violence. I really need to see my doctor. I think I'm having some side effects. What is it that you are experiencing, Cotton Dearborn? Uh, well, it seems my uh, alter ego is, is now separated from me and in another room. Separated from you? Please elaborate. No. I, <laughs> I don't want to talk to you about that. Show me where King is. I want to talk to him. As I have said, King is being held in a separate facility. Let's go. We will not be making a journey to that facility. You must continue your training. What's the next training? This room was provided as a test. We have observed that you are unwilling to stay, and so we will continue your training. The next step will be to test your ability to communicate. Cotton walks up to the male appearing robot and gets in his base. I want to leave right now. How can I achieve that? The recommendation is that you stay. Your training is incomplete. We do not want you to end up like Daniel. What happened to Daniel? We know Daniel. We know that you know Daniel. We have been observing. (sighs) What happened to him? Daniel suffers from memory loss. Daniel suffers from rage. Cotton pisses on the robot's leg. Uh, okay, when the rod I was going to take. You just whip it out and just un- unload? I don't have any power to do anything. I just want to object. While he's doing that, can I take a look around the room? Do I see doors? Is there like... There is a, a single door uh, behind uh, 313 and 671. is going to just walk walk to the door to leave. Well, while uh, Cotton is arguing with the uh, XJs. We ask that you refrain from leaving. And you get to the door, and it's locked. Oh, that's my nemesis. Doorknob Redemption, that's the name of this episode. <laughs> he gets us out. Is it, like, is the lock automated? Can I see it? Is it just like a, like a deadbolt? No, it's, um, it's locked from the outside. There is no locking mechanism on the inside of the door. Is there a, a window? Is, it, is there glass in it? Nope. Bro, you got hella might. That's true. Dehinge that motherfucker. Is there a handle on it or any way to get a grip? Yeah. You know what I mean? There's a, a pull handle on it. Let me grab onto the pull handle and then uh, like place my feet against the wall for leverage sure. and see if I can't Roll might. rip it off the... Rip it off there. Okay. It is hilarious to me that Shadow is the one that's going to try to rip the door off the hinges. Yeah. It's crazy. Flexing. Flexing, bro. All right. Here we go. I think he should earn some resolve having the balls to attack another door. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, How about six? This is a whole new method. Yeah. Six. Yeah. You... 
you pull the door from the hinges. Um, it slams open. Um, you know, the, the locking mechanism bends and, and, uh, there are some splinters as the, uh, as the bolt is, is pulled through the door jam. Um, and the, the door opens into, um, a wide hallway. It is a, just a bare tiled floor and a cinder block walls. Um, and it's lit. It's dimly lit. It's not like it's, um, you know, hospital fluorescent lights or anything like that. What are you going to do? Yeah, I'm going to go to the hallway and start trying to see if I can find a way out of this building. Raymond's going to look at Cotton like, what the hell did we just see? Boosh! Shadow pulls the door from its hinge. Raymond, Cotton, what are you doing? 617 walked up to us, to where we were at. No. 671? No. Cotton walked up to 671 and um, berated him and then pissed on his leg. <laughs> That's right. Okay. 313 had walked up towards us. Took one step in, you know, I mean, one step toward you. That's it. Just one step. They're both standing right there. Oh, okay. They're both right, right on each other's hips. Yep. Okay. Well, let's try and move on uh, 313. Okay. What's the move? What are you doing? I'm going to. Gonna I'm going to try to, I'm going to try it. Yeah. All right. Roll martial arts. I mean, Cotton stand right there. He ain't going to be able to get away from him. Cotton zips and runs. Okay. Well, that helps. Yeah. Let's go through with it. He's going to try to flip one on top of the other one. Roll martial arts. Throw a motherfucker into another motherfucker. That's what he does. Uh-oh. Rolling three more. He blew his load on Craig earlier. He got it. Got the dice. Four, five. I got five and two sixes. Oh. Ah. I got seven and another six. I got eight and another six. Boy, I'm telling you, 313 has your number, dude. I got nine successes. It's all right. All right. She got him by two. By two. So so you come up and you know what I mean? And you and you juke down and you try to you try to sweep the leg. She, she, she steps up over it and, and reaches down and grabs you by the shoulder and just stands you straight up in front of her. I mean, just with one hand, she's that quick and that strong. She just stands you right up in front of her and says, violence will not be tolerated. Run dudes. Cotton, you already ran out the door, right? I was running toward the door, but I see the action. I turn around and see him contained and fist down. I I grit my teeth and I want to turn into king. You can't. But I still want to. I don't know that I can't. Because you're at the point where you can just do it at will now, right? Oh, okay. And you have been able to for a while. Yeah. And so you you go to that place in your mind and you expect, you know, the flash, the white flash and the and the purple outline. Um and, and you expect all of that. And there is nothing. So I suspected that, but I guess what I'm saying is I would visibly be physically trying to do it. It would be obvious to the people in the room. I want you to roll roll willpower. I wanna I wanna know I wanna know how um well Ooh. if you're willing, or do you just wanna react to not being able to turn into king? This is 15 years of living with this dude in your head, well, not really in your head, but yeah. this attachment to this this being. Yeah, what is that like? What does that do? I mean, it's a 
It's a codependent relationship. <laughs> King is a reliable escape. He's my response to fight or flight impulses. And so I really need that right now. And I'm being forced to face some shit that I were, wasn't really ready to face on my own. So are you are you going to keep running? Do you, are you, you know what I mean? Does this kind of make you stop in your tracks and try to catch your breath? Um, you know, does it cause a panic attack? Um, I, it's a mild panic attack. I mean, I'm prepared to run, but I also have to fight for Raymond. Like I'm, I'm actually kind of standing like in purgatory, needing to get the fuck out and needing to go back in and save my friend and desperately trying to summon the guy who always does that for me. So I'm, I'm honestly, I'm kind of frozen. Raymond, what are you doing? He's going to try to wiggle out from its grasp. Oh, she's, she's not holding you in place. All she did was, you know what I mean, dodge your attack and then stand you upright and tell you that violence is prohibited. Okay. She's not holding on to you. She's not, she's not binding you. She's none of those things. Well, then uh, let's do a swim move and get past her. Okay. And start dart, darting out of here. You make it over to the doorway where Cotton has turned and seems to be sweating and a little bit pale in the face. Oh, he's doing mind stuff. Okay. Let's go. Let's go. I can't get King. We got to find him. We run. We're trying to catch up with Shade. Shade, did you go left or right? I um, went exactly 12 feet to the right. <laughs> And then started saying Lanyap over and over again. Okay. Waiting for Raymond and Cotton to join me. I see his cue and I go 12 feet forward toward him and say Lanyap as well. Ray was in the room when you guys did the 12 steps. He comes out just in time for you to say Lanyap. And he didn't trust either one of you. <laughs> Keep moving. It's an interesting irony that one of our most sound communication techniques involves a 12-step program. It's a hallway that leads to a staircase going up. Um, there are two doors on the right-hand side of the hallway and two doors on the left-hand side of the hallway. Shado turns to Cotton and says, uh, "We, no, hey, listen, no offense, but I, I think the, the other guy might might be more useful here. I can't get him. I tried. King's not coming. We gotta go find him. What do you mean we gotta find him? Like he's... He's here somewhere. Can you... Can you reach out with your mind? Instead of trying to turn into him? Maybe try to connect... That's a good idea. I'm so glad you're always here to remind me to use that. Connect with him somehow? <laughs> can I use telepathy? Of course. <laughs> What are the surroundings made of? What are the walls and I mean, what's the structure? It's a bare tile floor and it's um, cinder block walls. Okay. I got a five. You got a five. Okay. On your right, uh, there are two rooms. And uh, in the second room on your right, you can feel someone. Um, they are, well, uh, sleeping essentially. Um, so. On, on your left, uh, in the first door, you can feel someone, um, and they are angry. Um, and then... Hmm. I don't recognize them, though? No. 
So there's one right, one left. Let's just let's just go left and see what we get. Okay. Hey, we get captured again. What's the plan? Keep fighting these bastards. Fight like hell. I think so. You know they put those brain bugs in us. It's over for all of your world. So watch your back. I mean, the ultimate game plan here is find a magnet, right? Yeah, maybe make our way back to the Troubadour to see if he's had any progress. Yeah. Daniel. All right, so this guy on the left, is uh, he's already pissed. I'm hoping his rage helps us get the fuck out of here. Be careful. Everybody on high alert. So you're going to open the first door on the left? Yeah. Raymond's keeping an eye on our six. He's waiting for the uh, XJs to come out. Who's opening the door? Cotton or Shade? Uh, Shade Shade will open the door. Are you trying to be covert about this, or are you just opening the door? Um, let's let's be covert. Okay, roll covert. Everything he does is covert. All right, here we go. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Two sixes. That was hella covert. Eight, nine, nine total. Nine total. <laughs> this is the first door in a long time, or the first set of doors in a long time that haven't um, caused you any issue, Shadow. So I think you you're feeling a, a boost of confidence, maybe. Um, Great. He unlocked the door. The bar lock is on this side, right? Uh huh. Okay. So. <laughs> So you 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 slide the bar lock. Um, this is compelling and, stuff. And, and very yes. very very quietly, uh, very softly. Is he breathing? What do I see when I crack it open? When you crack it open, you see you see a pair standing inside the room. Um, like a piece is, of fruit. No, like like a pair of people. <laughs> Oh. I thought like maybe a pair of like a piece of fruit with legs. A man sized fruit. Yeah, you see a banana, you see a plantain oh, okay. and a tangerine the size oh, of shit. people. Wow. Dude, the hallucinations They're all wearing tidy whities The hallucinations of the side effects have really yes. started to kick yes, in. Yes, exactly. <laughs> uh, wrong room, guys. No, you see a pair of people standing there, uh lab coats dressed exactly like uh, 671 and 313. The female is is holding a clipboard, um, and they are standing over a man who is strapped to a hospital bed uh, in the middle of the room. And the room is very similar to the one that you just came out of, concrete walls, concrete floor. And he is just spouting this just epithet of, of fuck, fuck you, motherfucker, sons of mother. I can't fuck. Ah, kill every last motherfucker. What are you? Cotton runs over to him. Leave him there. No. Dude, we're we're trying to get out of this place. Help us. And starts to unbuckle his bindings. You're going to run into this room? Is that what yeah. you said? Yep. Okay. Um, if you're going to run into this room and attempt to get to the bed, you need to roll agility, please. There are two of them standing there next to the bed? One. With their backs to the door. Okay, okay. One. Okay, so as you run, um, as you run past Shade toward the bed, the male turns to see you, 
and puts his arm out and grabs you by the shoulder and stops you in your tracks. And this is an exact replica of 671. And the female turns and looks at you and tilts her head to the right and is an exact replica of 313. Or sorry, of six, he, he is 313, she is 671. Sorry, got that backwards. We knew. And the, the guy laying in the bed is just, I mean, just fucking trying to kick and scream and cuss his way out of the, uh, out of the binds. Um, roll intellect, please. Shadow, shade, and cotton, both. Okay. Two. That's because you guys are in the room? Yeah, because they're both, they're both in the room. Uh, two. Two successes. This is um, a tall, slender, blonde guy who uh, the both of you have seen before. This is the illustrator. Right. We saw him in the hospital last, right? No. You saw no, Glyptic in saw the hospital Glyptic. last. That's, that's right. That's right. The last time you saw this guy um, was you had seen him. You, yeah, you had seen him at Buster's um, once before. Um, and you and you also had seen him alabaster, not realizing what he was doing. Alabaster had saved the illustrator and Glyptic and helped them get out the front door together. What? That was those guys? That was those guys. Holy shit. Um, <laughs> all right. So I recognize him. Yes, you both recognize him okay. as the illustrator. But I don't I don't have anything on me. No. No, you're not wearing a mask. You're not you don't have any tools, you don't have any weapons, you don't have any of that stuff. I have nothing. I'm just like wearing hospital type yep. clothing. Okay. Yep. Imagine you're wearing like, you know, inmate scrubs, you know, you're barefoot. Yeah. Yeah. Woke up in jail. Woke up in jail. Uh and Raymond's looking out, so um I'm like Raymond, we got we got a situation in here. Cotton's been detained by some of these robot things. Am I being held? You're being held by the shoulder. You just weren't allowed to. I mean, you're you're not being. You know, it's not like they they're holding your arm arm bar behind your back or anything like that. They just stopped you from getting to the table. Okay, I'm gonna snatch the clipboard out of their hand. Roll agility. <laughs> uh, zero. Uh, one, two, three, four, <laughs> five, and three sixes. Oh shit! <laughs> I uh, broke my six, finger. Six, seven. So you you go to uh, you go to snatch the clipboard, and she pulls it away and smacks you on the forehead with it, like you're a, you know what I mean? <laughs> like I'm a a fly bugging her. Yes. Shado sees this, and I'm just gonna walk in and be like. Uh, hey, XJ, uh, four seven, five six seven eight nine, whatever his name yeah. is. Uh, that sounds rude. Hey, can I uh, can I borrow that clipboard really quick? Or do you have a blank piece of paper I can use and a writing tip utensil? Exactly, you got me. Subject four: We ask that you do not interrupt observation. Please return to your observation room so that training can continue. Is there like a desk or anything like in the room? No. So it's just them and the illustrator tied to a chair or bound Hospital to a chair bed. Or a bed. Hospital okay. bed. Yes. Um, you guys are such good listeners. It's amazing. I know. I'm sorry. Okay. Well, I'll just like walk over and casually and see if I can't start undoing his uh, straps. A roll agility. That guy is useless to us here. 
gladly. One, two, three. I mean, this place doesn't look like it has a lot of art. Four successes and one six. Five successes. One, two, three, four successes and one six. Four successes. Well, five total. I had four successes and a six. So five total. So five five successes? Okay. So uh, you tell it. I embellish. So I uh, I start to walk over towards the bed and I've seen this move before where um, the XJ tries to reach its uh, its hand out and grab me. And Shadow is pretty live, so uh, he just sort of ducks underneath it, just, just steps to the side and mm. uh, misses it. As all good heroes do. As all good heroes do. And um, goes over to the illustrator's uh, bed and begins to loosen the binds. You loosen the binds, and the illustrator shoots up from the bed and grips you ab- around the throat and starts choking you. Roll toughness. Dude. Clearly, the illustrator can't listen. We told him, same team. <laughs> He's worthless. Three, three successes. One, two, three, four, and a six. Four successes. So you're going to take one harm as the illustrator begins to try to choke the life out of you. Okay. Raymond? What are you doing? Are those other two following us out? No, they have not. Okay. They have not come out of the room. So he's going to back out. He's going to be backing so that he can look into this room that they've all entered. What does he see? You would see me being choked by the illustrator and Cotton having a conversation with the robots. Unless you're hallucinating and there's a bunch of standing fruit. Right. And, and there's a plantain and a tangerine. Right. right. And a pear. Don't forget the pear. And the pear, right. Yeah, I forgot about the pear. But is it like a Bartlett or is it like an Asian pear? I, I see it in my mind it's a Bartlett. Yeah. Sort yeah. of looks like uh sort of looks like the uh Monopoly guy except a pear. I think he's got a top hat and a mustache. So it's like Mr. Peanut, but a pear. Yeah. yeah. And two little legs. Tights with big shoes on. Sure. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to tell the pair, stop screwing around. Let's keep moving. And then he's going to go check the other room, see if it's king. The room on the right? Yeah. The first one or the second one? Oh, I didn't realize. You just, go into, you just go into the door that's closest to it? Yeah, there's two rooms on the right and two rooms on the left. Go into the one caddy corner to this door. So they're not right across from each other. Uh, the door is locked? From the outside. From the outside. Are you trying to be covert? Yeah, might as well. Okay, roll covert. Three fucking dice. Come on, baby. Let's, make let's them see high. if you're as good at being covert and opening doors as Shadow is. As Shade is. As Shadow is. Zero. Zero covert. Okay. How is that surprising? It's yeah, not. Right? It's not. It's, it's par for the course. It's par. All right. The squeal of the metal on metal as you... Um, as you pull the as you pull the bolt lock open, um, and the hinges, you know, as the door comes open, and standing inside are the same pair, XT three one three and six seven one, and inside this room is a woman. She is standing, but she is bound to the floor by her wrists. There are heavy metal manacles around her forearms, and there are chains 
um, that are bound to the floor. Okay. She doesn't. She doesn't have a lot of play. She's standing there with a very blank look on her face. That ain't King. Keep up the good work. I'm gonna shut the door and bolt it. Okay. You shut the door and bolt it. That's messed up. There is a set of stairs at the end of this hallway, just past this door. Um, or you can go back and um, get your friends. What are you doing? Yeah, let's go. Let's go check on these two. They seem to be making a mess of things. Head back over, take a peek, see what the action looks like. Cotton, um, you are released. He doesn't bind you or anything. Just again, please refrain from interrupting observations and return to your training. Let's go. <laughs> uh, Raymond's got the bolt lock ready. Cotton Dearborn, please refrain and return to your training. Cotton attempts to walk over and help Shade. You're just gonna push past the I'm gonna I'm gonna like take a step back, take a step to the right, and then try to walk where the arm isn't. Okay. Roll agility. Two. One, two, three. Holy shit. I rolled ten dice and got two twos and a four. Um so I'll tell it you embellish. And one. Alright. You make a step to the right and three one three steps to the left and stands directly in front of you. This is your last warning, Cotton Dearborn. Please refrain and return to your training. What happens if I don't heed your warnings? Then we will be forced to restrain you and put you back into your training room. This is not the preferred method. Help my friend. He's being injured. 671 um, walks over and from the inside of her lab coat produces a syringe and jabs it into the side of... Um, the illustrator's throat plunges down and the illustrator after a second falls limp back onto the bed and arm hanging off the side and mouth open. Shadow, you are released from uh, the illustrator's grip. I sort of dust myself off and um, give a swagger like I did that and um, walk out of the room. Shadow, I want you to roll a d6. Two. I want you to roll another d6, please. Six. Raymond and Cotton, do you wish to resist the happiness? Yes. The joy as it spreads over you? Yes, I'm resisting. Okay, Raymond? Raymond's going to take it. Okay, Raymond, you... going to let it watch over him. Yep, you, you become extremely happy. Big smile crosses your face. He can operate. Uh, Cotton, I need you to roll willpower, please. Three. Cotton, you um, you feel just this wave of pure joy. <laughs> and are just extremely happy at the fact that um, your friend is no longer being hurt by the illustrator. Thanks, XJTs. You guys are the best. Yeah, let's keep moving. Please return to your training. For I fear. just want to see over here. What are you guys doing? Are you guys coming? Or I just walk out of the room as if I'm going back to training. Just like Laverne and Shirley, just just like skipping across the floor. You're yeah, so happy. Exactly, right. <laughs> exactly. Arm in arm with Raymond. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Shado walks over to both of them. And it's like, come on, guys, we got to try and find King or we got to try and find a way out. What, what are you doing? They said King was in another facility, though. 
It says in another facility. Yeah. <sighs> Raymond's going to shut the door as soon as they get out so those others don't get out. And then he's going to hug the both of them. Raymond grabs you up in a bear hug. Hey! Cotton accidentally audibly farts when he squeezed. Alabaster feels extremely uncomfortable. <laughs> That's all he says, too. Hey! <laughs> well, listen, to that. we're we're no closer to getting out. We haven't. Let's check these. Been... Let's check these other rooms. I checked that one. Let's check these other rooms for King. Okay, give it a shot. Let's go to the next uh, door that we haven't opened. Cotton, you know that the do- the second door on the right has someone in it. So I'm just gonna run over there, unlock it, and open the door. Look in. No covert. Okay. You pull back, and it's really loud. This door is way louder than the one that that Shadow that Shado uh, opened uh, to get you in with the illustrator. And you see the same pair standing inside the door. Both of the XJTs there, and um, he is holding a clipboard, and there is a woman standing with uh, large metal manacles on her forearms um, with chains that are from the manacles and then bound to the floor. Um, she has this very We're going to rooms. look. We're going to rooms her. he hasn't gone in yet. Is this another one? Oh, I thought you were going. I thought you were going to the room that you felt someone in. Well, yeah, I'm sorry. The- I misunderstood. So well, you're I going misunderstood. To- right. There was only, you only felt two people. There's four rooms. Correct. I got you. Okay. And I don't know which room he went in. So, okay. I get it. We just happen to be. Raymond tells you is in that room. It's not King. Oh, okay. That's right. You did. I went in there. He's not in there. King's not here. King's in another facility. I'm sure of it. This power walk. Raymond's going to lead the way with a very enthusiastic power walk. Giant grin on his face. Cotton falls right in behind him. <laughs> You're power walking to the staircase? Yep. Okay. Shado just hasn't walking covertly, but is also following. Power walking away. It's all in the hips. You enter the staircase, you you get up to the next floor, um, and you can see that the staircase continues up. You can stop at the doorway here, or you can continue up the stairs. I think we just continue. What do you What do you guys think? Up the stairs? Yeah, let's go. If you don't think King is in this building, then let's figure out how to get out of the building. Yeah, let's find an exit. Let's fly up those stairs. So you you go up two more flights of stairs. The stairs will continue up, but when you get to this landing... Um, this set of doors is, is a, a, a double set of glass doors and you can see out, um, into what appears to be like a hallway of offices. And then you can see kind of like a, a an open lobby. It looks very much like, um, like a standard office. You know, there are a couple of large house plants in the hallway and, um, you know, some proper lighting pictures on the wall. Ooh. You know, you can see uh, like a receptionist uh, sitting behind a desk. Do we see daylight? You don't, you don't see a bunch of people walking around, but um, this this looks very. You can see kind of daylight in the lobby itself, um, as if the sunlight is coming through windows, um, kind of into the lobby itself. Guys, let's get out this way. Let's go no. through these glass doors. Let's let's keep going up. 
Let's keep going up the stairs. Let's get roof access. For why? In fact, the whole idea was to get out of the building. I don't trust that. Okay. We can't see outside. You don't look through and see windows on on the opposite wall. There are no windows in the stair in the stairway. But I mean, in this in the, in these offices, we're looking. I, I mean, I'm just imagining looking down through uh, towards a bank or something. It's offices along the wall here. Cotton tries the glass door to see if it's unlocked. It is. It's open. Boys, let's fly. I'm going this, this way. This is possible. So I'm going to try to be covert, and I'm going to try to lead the way to the outdoors. Roll covert. Covert. One. Yeah. Raymond one gun try to be covert. Making a run for it. Shado, are you trying to be covert? Yes. Okay, roll covert. Don't forget they got something in your neck. Yeah. Four. Four total. Four total. I think this is kind of how it goes down. Shadow does what Shadow does really well. You know, slinks down the hallway, hides behind the plant. Um, Cotton is trying to emulate whatever it is that Shadow is doing. He's trying to follow in Shadow's footsteps. And Raymond just, you know what I mean? The door opens and Raymond just, as fast as he can, just blasts down the hallway. Um, and in, in the speed, you know, it just... Everyone that can and is um, available to see, they see this red streak um, down the hallway and blow blows the rest of your cover. Might be a good diversion so we can get away with it. I'm just thinking everybody looks up from their desk and it's too late. Did I see something? I don't know if I saw something or not. Yeah, the, the guy's sitting at his desk and then just there's a flash past his door. Caught in his peripheral vision. But it's too late, it, no one's yeah. no one's going to stop you. I'm just saying that you yeah. the two the two that were trying to be covert, eh, not covert. Um, you're you're seen in your escape, and the three of you 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 make your way down the hallway toward toward the front lobby. You can see the doors um, leading outside, and whoosh, outside you go. Um, you get outside the building, and you are somewhere roughly downtown central detroit what you can see the ford building off um several blocks away towering up high on your left hand side you can hear traffic you are standing um outside of a small office building with multiple cars in about a 20 car parking lot so we have a frame of reference if we find ourselves in downtown detroit in the future we'll be able to find our way reasonably back to this block. Uh, yeah, that should not be difficult. Let's haul ass. Let's see, if we can get, yeah. let's see if we can get to the Troubadour or get to one of our safe houses, something. Guys, I, I don't have speed. Pick me up. Let's go. Are you going to backpack yeah. him? What are, what are you doing? You gonna, <laughs> no, is he gonna, it, Is he going to piggyback? No, he's going to ride him with his, uh, with his ass behind his head. He's holding his legs on his chest. Yeah, like a three-year-old. Exactly. Like you would a chick at a concert, you know? Or a chick at a concert. There you go. <laughs> yeah. I'll put him way up there. Perfect. Okay. <laughs> so where are you headed? We're going to the Troubadour. Going to Tiger Chance? Going to Tiger Chance. Tiger Chance. You're going to run to Tiger Chance. Okay. I mean, we have to go somewhere to get these shit out of our head. Do we even know they're there yet? 
We know. I feel like maybe we should stop by the safe house and just like grab our gear or gear up or do whatever. Get put on regular clothes, not hospital gear. We can do that as a cut, but like, yeah. I'm fine. I'm just, guys, I'm worried. Somebody's going to flip the switch in a minute and I'm not going to be in control anymore. Yeah, that's true. It could, we don't, as far as we know, it could happen any second. Right. All right. And meanwhile, Raymond's going to get clothes off the clotheslines. Perfect. Great. Raymond's always casing. He's casing everywhere he's at. He's getting in costume for Shimamano Discoits. <laughs> now all he needs is a hat. Okay. So as you as you arrive at Tiger Chan's, so Raymond is going to be uh, back at Shimamano Discoits. Loosely. Alabaster, Shado, have you have you gotten all of your gear? No. Are you are you back in in shadow gear? No, we opted out of that. It's literally alabaster wearing like pajamas. Somebody's yeah, pajamas or whatever that. Oh, okay. Could, could. So everybody, so everybody's doing what Raymond has done, and everybody is just you're yeah. just snagging some you're just snagging some clothes off a clothesline um, to get out of your hospital gear to get to the troubadour. Yeah. Okay. Um, you arrive at Tiger Chan's. You go inside. Do you take a table, or you just go straight to the back? What do you do? Yeah, let's let's follow protocol here. It may not seem like we have time, but this this is important to to the troubadour. Okay, you sit down. Are there any hats on the hat rack inside Tiger Chan's? Yeah, you're gonna steal from his customers, from the troubadour's customers. No, man, I'm just gonna see what people are wearing, dude. I'm in business. <laughs> right. Sorry. <laughs> I mean, if, are these are these worn out hats? Are these brand new hats? What style of hat? You know, you might have to come down here and sell some hats. Um, there's there's a a beat up derby um, hanging up, and um, there's a a fairly nice leather newsboy. All right, all right. You're gonna try to size up the derby there. <laughs> okay, go on, go on. Uh, you get your tea, and the guy comes up to take the order. Do you remember the code word? I I don't remember the code word. Does anybody remember the code word? Oh, for it's God's like a, sake. It's a food that's not sold at that restaurant. Yeah. We're getting, is, we're getting hot. You're hot. Is it chalupas? That's it. There it is. There it is, there it is. Well done. <laughs> All the Easter eggs from shit nobody's ever heard of. The Easter eggs that you guys make up, and then I have to remember. That's how this works. That's I like this method. You should come to work with me. So you order... Fuck you. Um, <laughs> so you order chalupas. The guy nods his head, walks back to the kitchen. The You wait the five minutes. You slam your tea. You go back to the kitchen. You go downstairs. As we're getting up and moving around, Raymond's going to case the place and see who might belong to that derby over there. There's nobody here. You're the only ones okay. in the restaurant. Cotton's on okay. a beeline to get a magnet applied to the back of his neck. Yeah, me too. Me too, me too, me too. Troubadour. Hey, welcome, my friends. Hey, I need a magnet. I've got one of those things in my neck. Yikes. Well, uh, this is very unfortunate. Um, here, let me... Um, and he starts kind of rummaging through a couple of drawers and uh, grabs up a magnet and hands it over to you. 
Hey, do it. I put it on my neck. Does it stick? You immediately stiffen and your your hand is kind of stuck in place and you are uh, you are in a, a severe amount of pain. You can speak. It's not that, um, but you you can barely move, Ooh. and it's almost like gritted teeth. Oh God! Oh, Get it this off. is not what I expected. Get it out! Get it out of my neck! That's that's all I needed to see. We we've all had this implanted. Troubadour, have you had any progress with Daniel? Um, uh, it is um. It is my uh, working theory that um, Daniel is um, likely the the victim of of his own um, thoughts and um, um, emotions. Hmm? I am not uh, able to dismantle the, um, the the brain bug, right? I have some um, I have some um, calls out to some friends, uh, medical professionals, yes, um, but no one has re- responded to me as of yet, unfortunately, so it could be a matter of uh, money. Uh, it could be just a matter of um, disinterest, um, but... Um, these are people that normally I was able to count on, so I am unsure as to why why their response has been um, nil at this point. Because they got it too. They got what too? The brain bugs. That is um, that is a highly paranoid thought, my friend. Let me try that magnet. You stiffen up in an extreme amount of pain, gritting your teeth. Again, not that you can't move, but um, very, very difficult. Right. Ugly. The troubadour reaches over and takes the magnet off of you. Well, what are you doing? I thought you already uh, insisted that you has this thing inside you. Uh, why would you put yourself through this? Hmm? I don't want to be controlled by anyone. Uh, no, I, I understand the... Um, I, I understand the desire to, uh, you know, have the, you know, free will, but um, why the why the magnet? Why put yourself through the pain if you already know that you have been, um, have this thing, you know, right. implanted into uh, your, your spinal cord, hmm? Well, we just want to make sure and get busy getting it out of there. For the rush. We got to get the hell out of here. We could lead them to the troubadour. We got to get far away from here fast. So, Des Moines? Des Moines? Hmm? <laughs> Seems appropriate. Maybe we should head out to the lake. Des Moines. They'll be able to track us wherever we go. I'm sure of it. Mm. It's probably true. You know, it is... Um, it is... Um, uh, I am sorry. Sometimes the words in the English are... It is... Um, you know, I have not had anyone um, attempt to um, infiltrate the, the, the laboratory here, um, despite Daniel being here for um, several weeks. But, you know, maybe... maybe z- wait, 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 wait. Several weeks? Yes, it's... Um, Daniel has been here, what, going on the five weeks now? Hmm? Yes, five weeks, I believe. Whoa, we was gone a long time. Yes, I have not seen you in um, 
What, uh, nearly a month since since last I heard from you? Okay. We got to move fast. Can you get us some equipment? Uh, what is it that you need? Shadow, give him a list. <laughs> just, just pick out some stuff. We need some weapons. Knives, oh. eat those daggers. Yes, uh, sure. Whatever. This is, um, this is no problem. And he he walks over to, um, there's a big built-in cabinet, and um, he opens two wide doors. And um, as the doors open, there are shelves that fold out from inside the doors and then fold out again. And there are all of these multiple cubbies, and there's... Um, shelves within shelves inside this cabinet as well. He's opening these little drawers and he's pulling out stuff, you know, and he's he grabs a couple of daggers and holds them out to you. He he opens another drawer um, and um, it's a deeper drawer and you know it's got um, it's got the the grappling hook and um, and the cord um, that you use for it you know and and the uh, uh, and the projectile gun you know I mean he just he he stats you all the way out Shadow you know I mean this has been your dude forever um, Spartan what is it that you are looking for my friend hmm. Um, I know that you like to have the bladed weapons. Um, and he pulls out a Bowie knife and hands it to you. I I apologize, but um, I do not have um, I do not have uh, your e- exact helmet here. But um, let's see, we could possibly. And he starts rummaging through some other stuff and opens a opens a cabinet door underneath and reaches down inside and lifts up and pulls out. Oh, what's it called? God damn it. Uh, are you talking about helmets? Yeah. What era? What? Where? Where are you at? It's like what timeline. Um, when do they use them? Napoleon. The Napoleonic helmet. Here, I'll send you a picture of what I'm talking about. Carabineer officer's helmet. It's cool. I need the biggest wrench you have, and then the biggest socket set you have. It's the biggest wrench and the biggest socket set. Uh, Duck, that that is easy enough. And he starts digging through cabinets. Big ass wrench. Yes, uh, big ass wrench is easy. He whips open a drawer and and pulls out like a two and a half foot pipe wrench. It's it's exactly Perfect. what you would have picked yourself. And he pulls out this carabineer helmet. Ooh, is it that fancy? Oh yeah. For sure. The gold helmet with the big red plume on top of it. Um, it doesn't cover your Ooh. face. You know, it's not, it doesn't cover your face. Not like the Spartan helmet would. Regardless, it's one, it's one hell of a piece of headgear. We got to put it in the collection. Is this, uh, is this I thought that you would um, definitely be interested in, which is why I have um, dug it out from the storage. What do you think, Scarlet Spartan? Hmm? It'll work. Very nice. All right. Get Cotton suited up. And for you, Cotton Dearborn? He needs a helmet. Uh, I I would do good with some street clothes and a hat. Um, And a Colt 45. The gun is easy. Mm, perhaps um, I do not have... Uh, what size of shoe do you wear? Perhaps we can find you some shoes, and um, yes. And he begins rummaging around. He steps off to um, a closet, kind of off the back corner of the room, and 
opens it up and grabs out a shirt, throws out a pair of boots, grabs a jacket. He holds up a couple of hats. He's got a fedora, which is pretty tight. It's not, I mean, it will work, but it's not the greatest. Um, And then he's got a newsboy, uh, like a wool newsboy that's just, it's a little bit big. And then um, he opens a drawer and pulls out a pistol and offers it to you butt first. Great. Great. Thank you very much. Um, I assume you have some some ammunition for this as well. Oh, yes, of course. And hands you a couple of handfuls of, of bullets that you can put in your pockets. I am so sorry. I um, I have not had uh, time to... I have been working so diligently on some other projects. I do not have um, any power talkers for you, but um, it is something that I can put... Uh, put some priority on so that uh, perhaps next time when we see each other, you will, um, uh, I can provide those for you. But, um, you know, uh, working with Daniel has, um, hey, Troubadour has taken up a lot of my time. And, um, yes, yes, Spartan, they've got them, they've got the power walkers we had. Who, who is, they've got everything. Who is this, Zay, that you are, um, that you are speaking of? Fellas, who is they? We haven't really solved that mystery yet. The high mix of robots and mimics. But those power walkers or power talkers we had fell into the enemy's hands. Huh. For your knowledge. Well, that is um, that is both good and bad. We also it don't. Is... Sorry. Go ahead. Well, it, no, it's fine. It is good because. Um, I should be able to um, triangulate as to where the power talkers are located. But if um, if whoever it is that has your power talkers can figure it out, then they can triangulate as to where mine are located. So um, perhaps I should just uh, destroy the technology since it has fallen into the hands of um, whoever this is. Well, shit. Disable it. Give these guys a wrench, and we got to get out of here before they triangulate. Give these guys a wrench? Who who else needs a wrench besides you, Scarlet Spartan? Don't you guys want a wrench? I don't. I don't need a wrench. <clears throat> I'm okay without a wrench. I think I'll take those wrenches then. You're gonna see how much fun it is, and you're gonna want this wrench. How many? How how many wrenches is it that you need? The big one and two uh, regular size ones. And two regular size wrenches. Okay, sure, sure. That's yes, absolutely. Um, anything for my friends, the, the power walkers. Yes, and he hands you two more wrenches. All right, let's get out of here. Don't you think? Where are we going? I could, um, I could attempt to. Um, Give you the location of your power talkers, if if that would help. That would be great. Yes, please. I suggest uh, maybe you go upstairs, get something to eat, and uh, give me a little time, and I will, I will, I will do um, what I can to locate them for you. Okay. Hmm? That's what's up. Thank you. You guys head upstairs. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yep. Um, steam buns on the table, waiting for you. Hot tea, all that stuff. What do you want to do? Hmm. Guys, I don't I don't know if I can just I don't know if I can leave here. I need him to take this thing out of me. I'm not comfortable. 
He's had Daniel here for five weeks. I can't live with myself if I do something unconsciously and it hurts someone else. Well, then maybe we just expose it. Maybe we drag Alexander Griffin in front of an audience. Alexander Griffin's dead. Well, we grab the mimic who is pretending to be Alexander Griffin and we drag him in front of an audience and we snap his neck and we show the world who he really is. What he really is. I like it. You remember last time we ran into that guy? He was very powerful. He shut us down real quick. We also didn't know what we were dealing with. We can be prepared this time. I like it. We've defeated these things before. Let's go down to the Photoshop and get that photographer and have him come take photos of this. I think I think we this needs to happen live. No, I mean for the papers. Right. We we need to invite him to the spectacle. That's what I'm saying. Cotton. So you think King is separate from you? King, yeah. King, I can't. I can't summon King, and they told us that King is in a separate facility. That leads me to believe that they have separated us entirely. You exist here at the same time. I guess so. It's a scary thought that I might not see him again. Not that I ever saw him, but just knowing he was here. You know what I mean? We're going to see him. And that's going to make us just that much more powerful. All right. Well, let's figure out where Alexander Griffin is. Should we go to his house? Knock on his door again? (laughs) Worked out so well last time. Hey, it was information. It was definitely information. You know me. I'm Cotton Dearborn. If there's a problem, let's run toward it. Absolutely the fucking truth. We've been out of the world for a month. I mean, because we pretty much left Daniel with the troubadour, and we went to this place and got snatched up a month ago. Yeah, more or less. Okay, so we were out for a long time. What do you say, guys? You want to go to Alexander Griffin's? I think it's the next logical move. We don't know when they can turn us on or off or make us do something, then let's just expose them. Or better yet, what if we set up a meet and invited the media and he had to meet and confront us in public? We are criminals. I mean, they have drawn us up to be the bad guy. I'm willing to be the bad guy if it exposes this corruption. We need a situation like the museum where they're having a soiree and we can ransack the place and expose them. Then we need a place to lay low so that we can arrange that. We got weapons. If you're suggesting that we ransack a soiree, you know what I'm saying? Then we need to, we need to lay low for a few days to either find the soiree that's happening or to arrange a soiree, right? The passage of time is my enemy. Any minute somebody's flipping that switch and I'm going to go kill innocent people under a bridge. That's what my brain is doing right now. I'm, I don't like this. I got I to gotta take action today. We're armored up. Let's find the triangulate of the power talkers and retrieve them. Maybe there we can find King. We get King with us. We're that much stronger. 
maybe we come back like a freaking ton of bricks and we rip apart this training facility where we would just were. Well, let's find out where the power talkers are and probably one and the same. Yeah, let's do that. Are you good with that, Shade? Sure. All right, we'll finish our dinner and see if uh, Chubadorf can locate the uh, stolen power talkers. Cotton blows on his hot and sour soup and slurps it carefully. So you finish dinner, you get back downstairs. Where would King go? If King broke out, where would he go? Love Shack? It would be someplace familiar. Where where have we had him? I mean, he's been to my apartment and he's been to the Love Shack. Everything else is kind of on the battlefield, you know? The Troubadour, the location is um, is, uh, is a bit north of town. It's, it's kind of, um, it's, it's not here necessarily right up in the city. It appears to be, I don't know, just a, a few miles outside of the city limits. I am unfamiliar with the location, but um, here are the coordinates. And he hands you he hands you a slip of paper with the with the coordinates of the power talkers and points to it on a map um, that he has hanging on the back of the door uh, of the city of Detroit. And Alabaster, mm, yes, Shadow, you know exactly where this location is. Where is it? This is the hospital that that your that spooks. Oh, okay. Spooks is in. Has been um, at for the last, where you had her placed several years ago. Mm. And that's where the walkie talk or the power talkers are? That is where the power talkers are located, yes. Mm. All right, guys, let's go. And that's where we'll call tonight's episode. Yeah. Oh, man. That soup was delicious. I want some hot and sour soup now, goddammit. I was starting to get hungry, too. Renaissance City is a Prowlers and Paragons Ultimate Edition actual play produced by TTRP Theater. Jazz Abramowitz is Demon Shade. Chris Freedom is King and Cotton Dearborn. Dean Martin Jr. is the Scarlet Spartan, and I am Duke Walter, your Game Master. Thank you to the generosity of our Patreon supporters, Tdorf67, Kamui, Adam Lake, Elira, Matthias Olson, Izzy Skirmish, Mr. Cultist, David Hagberg, M. Lemody, and Jess Rogers. If you would like to join as a producer, please search TTRP Theater on Patreon. We are at Ren City Pod, R-E-N-C-I-T-Y-P-O-D, on Twitter. Also, make sure to check out and follow at TTRP Theater on Twitter and Instagram. Make sure to leave a review of our podcast as this helps to get the word out about our game. Thank you for listening, and we will see you next time for more Renaissance City. Thank you.